Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Welcome back to our garden adventure, reader. This is part two of our adventure. We released part one earlier, so be sure to listen so you're all caught up. Reading Bug Adventures is written, created, and produced by The Reading Bug, our independently owned children's bookstore in Northern California. To learn all about us, visit thereadingbug.com. And to explore our subscription box service and have awesome books delivered monthly to your door, visit readingbugbox.com. Do you remember where our adventure left off last time, reader? The Reading Bug's magic book bag shrunk us all to bug size to meet the bugs of the garden and help Mr. Scarecrow solve the mystery of the missing flowers. Are you ready to jump back into our adventure? Great! On the count of three, let's all shrink down to bug size again and solve the mystery of the missing flowers together. Ready? One, two, three, let's fly! It's a reading bug adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. We're small again, reader. I'm really happy to see you. Remember, we must remain very still and quiet. There's a colony of hundreds of ants passing right in front of us, and we don't know if they're friendly or not. It's pretty scary being this little, isn't it? Almost everything is bigger than we are, and it's really hard to get anywhere with all this mud and slug slime all over the garden floor. Remember last time when we were slipping and sliding through the mud and unable to get anywhere in this garden full of gigantic plants and other dangers? When we heard this ant colony marching by, we hid right here. But we've just been spotted. Company, hold! Hey, you there. Yeah, you. Little four-legged, flabby belly bitty buggies. What happened to your other legs? Did someone pull them off? Yeah, yeah. How strange you look. How can you expect to be big and strong like us with only four little leggies? You need six legs to be properly pumped like us. Poor ladybugs, are you lost? Are you stuck in the mud? What kind of insects are you anyway? Look at those tiny little antenna on the side of your tiny heads. We're not insects. We're people. And we may be small, but we're still bigger than you. Also, these aren't antenna. They're our ears. 
People don't have antenna. People? No, you are much too small to be people. We shrunk down to bug size to explore your garden. I'm Lauren, and this is the reading bug and our reader friend. We're here to explore the bugs and plants of the garden and to solve the mystery of the missing flowers. But the garden is just too big. We'll hardly see anything if we have to walk the whole way. Well, why didn't you say so? I'm Helga, and I am Fleur. And this is the rest of our colony behind us. We too are wondering what has happened to the beautiful flowers. They're delicious, and we miss them. We can get you into the garden. Just let us pick, pick you up. Yeah, we are garden ants. And all the lifting and carrying of crumbs and dirt and food and furnishings makes us very pumped up. I can lift more than 30 times my own weight, so surely I can carry a couple of tiny people bugs like you. No problem. Hop on. What do you say, reader? Should we ride the ant parade through the garden? I don't see any other way to get across this squishy, gooey ground and see all the things we were hoping to see. Do you think we should do it? Okay, then let's hop on. Yeah, yeah, right there. See, I hardly feel you at all because I am just so strong. Okay, let's go. Company March. Readers, did you know that all of these ants are girl ants? That's right. In an ant colony, girls gather the food, expand the nest, protect the colony and their queen, and raise the baby ants. Yeah, we don't have time to lift the weights. We're too busy doing all the work. Helga, we're here to figure out why all these flowers are not blooming like they should. Mr. Scarecrow is very worried that he's frightened all the flowers away, but I'm sure something else is happening. Have you noticed anything that would help us understand why there are no flowers this year? It really is very sad. The flowers are so beautiful and delicious. Yeah, from down here, it looks like the sky is full of beautiful rainbow colors. But this year, no flowers. I've never seen anything like it. We continue to do our work. And ants' work is very important to the flowers, you see. We are also wonderful diggers. You should see our tunnels. We dig tunnels deep in the dirt below the plants. That turns over the soil and allows the air and water to reach the plants' roots, keeping plants from getting too thirsty. Believe me now and hear me later. We have been digging and digging below these plants to try and make flowers bloom, which is why I look so pumped up, thank you. But still no flowers. I don't understand it. So, let me make sure I understand. Helga and Fleur... The ants aren't doing anything different this year. But the flowers still aren't blooming? That's right. The ants are not the cause of this mystery disappearance. In fact, I see no problems down here in the soil. The worms are making fabulous tunnels that let air and water reach the roots of the flower plants. There are just the right number of slugs here to help decompose the topsoil and provide food for the birds that live in the garden and help carry seeds from spot to spot. And... There hasn't been too much, or too little, rain and water this year. The watering has been just right, believe me. What else could it be, do you think? I'm sure I just don't know. Reader, I don't know about you, but all this exploring is making me tired. While Helga and Fleur carry us to another part of the garden, I'll play a brief bit of music so you can color if you want. You could draw illustrations of the beanstalk stretching up into the sky. Or draw us shrinking down to the size of a bug. 
You could even draw pictures of our ant friends carrying us on their backs. If you don't want to color, you can enjoy the music and think about or talk about what it would be like to be as small as a bug. What would you do if you were teeny tiny? Would it be exciting? Would it be scary? I'll play about one minute of music, and if you need more time when the music stops, just pause our podcast and press play again when you're ready. Enjoy this brief break while Helga and Flora carry us across the garden. Go ahead and press pause now and play again when you're ready to hop down and continue our adventure. I'll wait right here. Hello! Sorry to interrupt your coloring, but we are at the end of this trip. It is time for us to go underground and bring this food to our queen. Great! Thank you so much for the ride, Helga and Fleur. Reader, let's hop down and see where we are. place, reader. We must be deep inside the flower garden by now. But it's much lighter here than it was before. The sun has dried up the ground, so see, it's much easier to move around. Oh, and look up. The sun is shining down on us because the plants here are so much smaller and weaker, and the sun easily reaches us between the small leaves. Mr. Scarecrow was right. There's not a flower to be seen in this part of the garden. I sure do wonder what has caused all the flowers to disappear. But how are we going to find out? Well, we've spoken with some of the bugs on the ground, and Helga and Flora said that things down below seem to be the same as always. That's a clue in our mystery, I think. It means that the mystery of the missing flowers was not caused by any problems here on the ground. But we need to learn more. I'm not even sure where we are anymore. When we're this little, everything looks the same. How can we see where we are so we can figure out where to go next? I have an idea. In Tree by Britta Teckentrump, when Owls is high up in his tree, he can see out across the entire forest. When he's up there, the book says, no one sees as much as he. So to see out across the garden, we'll just need to climb. But Reading Bug, the tallest tree is miles tall for us, now that we're so small. We'll never be able to climb up to a high perch like an owl. Yes, trees are mighty tall from down here, but plants aren't. We can climb to the top of this plant here, where the flowers should be, to have a look around. It'll be just like climbing a tree. Great idea, Reading Bug. Readers, what do you think? Are you ready to do some climbing? This plant here looks nice and sturdy. You climb up first, and I'll follow right behind you. Let's get climbing. Stretch one arm up to the sky and grab onto the plant above your head. Now, reach your other arm up above 
and pull yourself up. Great work. Keep climbing. I'm right behind you. Wow, I'm starting to see the tops of some of the plants around us. And it's getting even brighter and lighter as we climb above the shade of the leaves. I think your idea is working, Reading Bug. But oh, hold on tight. It's getting a little breezy up here. The plant is swaying in the breeze. We sure don't want to fall from way up here. Hold on. Reader, stop moving. What's that noise? Oh no! Oh no? It's, it's, it's a, a, a bee. bee! Don't move, Reader. Maybe the bee will pass without seeing us. I think that bee might be lost. It sounds like she's searching for someone. Maybe we should see if we can help her. What do you think? Yeah, let's help. From down here, she doesn't look scary at all. Just sad and scared. Oh, look. She's landing on that plant over there. Once she lands, I think we can hop down and talk to her. Okay, reader. Time to hop to the plant next to us. Careful. It's a bit of a leap and we don't want to fall. Ready? Jump! Great job. One more jump and we'll be able to reach the bee, just like last time. And... Jump! Great, we're here. Oh, hello there, Miss Bee. I'm Lauren and these are my friends. We couldn't help but notice that you seemed a little lost. Is there anything we can do to help? Oh, hello there, and thank you for asking. But I'm afraid I've been left all alone. My name is Elizabeth, and I can't find my friends and family anywhere. Oh, no. That's terrible. What happened? Well, you may have noticed the rest of the beautiful garden. I've been working with my colony for months and months to help pollinate the fruits, vegetables, and flowers. Did you know that flowers are a honeybee's best friend? Many flowers are filled with delicious sweet nectar that we sip to keep up our energy. After all, it's hard work buzzing around all day. We also use the nectar to make honey. Anyway, everything was going great. My friends and I were having so much fun flying from plant to plant and gathering nectar. We do it, you know, by sticking out our tongues like this and slurping up the nectar. <laughs> it always made me laugh the way that Beatrice did it. Anyway, we'd slurp up the nectar and bring it back to storing honeycombs in our beautiful hive just like we always do. But one morning, I left the colony early to sip on the nectar of the sweet flowers in this part of the garden. But no other bees came to join me. I went back to the hive, and every bee in the colony was gone. Our queen, the drones, and every one of my worker bee friends. I don't know where they've gone, but I've been looking for them ever since. Oh, it makes me so sad and lonely just thinking about it. Oh, Elizabeth, I'm sorry you can't find your friends. My friends and I are here to solve the mystery of the missing flowers. 
So maybe we'll be able to help. I think you've just given us an important clue. Reader, now we know that the flowers are missing from our garden and that the honeybees have disappeared too. Do you think there could be a link between the missing flowers and the vanishing honeybees? Wait, I think I read something about this in one of my books. Let me check. Yes, I found it. It's in What If There Were No Bees. Here it says that more and more honeybee colonies are vanishing. Worried beekeepers still aren't sure why so many of them are disappearing. But some people believe that bee diseases, pesticides, poor eating, and stress are harming bees' health. Oh no! My colony really has disappeared then! Now I am really stressed. Reader? Reading bug? I think you've done it. I think you've solved the mystery of the missing flowers. They are missing because the honeybees that help them grow each season are missing too. Without honeybees darting from flower to flower, carrying bits of pollen with them on their little legs, plants don't create new seeds and slowly stop producing flowers and fruits. But our work here isn't done yet, reader. The book also says that bees are a keystone species. That means they're so important to the health of our garden that without them, many other species could start disappearing. If we don't find a way to bring back Elizabeth's bee friends, the rest of our garden will start disappearing, too. The apple tree and strawberry plants will produce less fruit, and we'd see fewer and fewer carrots, onions, and other vegetables. This beautiful, lush garden may slowly disappear like the flowers did. Elizabeth, did you hear that? You can't give up looking for your friends. We need to bring a new bee colony to the garden, and we need to do it fast. What are some of the things we can do to help you bring back the bees? Oh, there's plenty you can do. Thanks for asking. It would be wonderful if you planted some more wild flowers. My friends and I simply love wild flowers. The nectar from wild flowers is particularly sweet and makes delicious honey. And the wild flowers love us bees, too, because we spread their pollen and help them grow like, well, wild flowers. It's a beautiful love affair. You can also build bee houses for us. Building hives is hard work, and we love it when there's an already-made house waiting for us to move into. But most important is to tend to your garden. Make sure you're feeding plants water and fertilizer, that you're planting in the springtime and pruning in the fall, and that you introduce all the right kinds of bugs to your garden. Oh, yes. Probably maintaining a garden will help it grow and grow and grow. Just like in one of my favorite books, Curious Garden. Thank you, Elizabeth. What great suggestions. We'll be sure to tend to our own gardens. But right now, we need to get back to Mr. Scarecrow and tell him what we've discovered. Thank you for your help. And in return, we're going to help bring back some bee friends and save this garden. Quick, reader, it's time for us to jump back into our magic book bag and get back to our normal sizes. Thank you for taking us on such an important adventure, reading bug. And thank you, reader, for helping solve the mystery of the missing flowers. Are you ready to grow big again? All right. Everyone hop three times with me, then into the reading bug's book bag. Here we go. One, two, three, and we're in. We've had a big adventure within our 
our book bag And I think we saved the day We'll see you next time Goodbye book bag Now it's time to fly away It's working! I can feel myself stretching! <laughs> it tickles! And look around Elizabeth is shrinking Smaller and smaller and smaller And so are all the plants around us it was incredible to see the garden from a bug's eye perspective, wasn't it? I'm glad you were able to experience the garden the way I see it, reader. But even though I'm used to being small, there are a few parts of our adventure that I'll never forget. Like being carried through the garden by Helga and Floor, and learning about all the ways bees help our garden to grow and thrive from Elizabeth's. When we get back, I hope you'll show your illustrations to all of your family and friends. Tell them about our trip together. They'll never believe that we were able to shrink down to bug size or talk to garden insects. And if you ever want to shrink down to the garden floor again, you can always replay this episode and color more beautiful illustrations. Hey, look, we're big again. And there's Mr. Scarecrow, quick. Mr. Scarecrow, Mr. Scarecrow, hello. We're back and we've solved the mystery of the missing flowers. You have? Is it my fault they're all gone? Oh, if it is, I think I'm going to start crying again. No, no. It's because of the disappearing bees. There were no bees to pollinate the plants this year, so the flowers stopped growing. Bees? Yeah, come to think of it, I've heard a lot less buzzing around here. Wow, you really did solve the mystery. But what can I do to make my garden blossom again? We're all going to get back home and plant wildflowers in our own garden and make sure we help them grow. Because bees love wildflowers. Maybe if you plant some new seeds here, it will bring the bees and your flowers back. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you so much. And thank you, Reading Bug and Reader. I'm excited to get to work. Us too. Reader, it looks like our adventure has come to an end. Yes, but if you want to read more garden stories or learn more about garden plants and bugs, you can read any of the books in my book bag. There's a complete list for you at www.thereadingbug.com adventures. Thank you all for your help today, Reader. The Reading Bug and I will see you on our next adventure. Goodbye, Reader. See you soon. Goodbye. It's a reading bug adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures from The Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore in Northern California. We'll play some music for you to color to in just a minute, but before we do, we've got a few people to thank. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Brandon and Diane Savage. The episode was performed by more members of the Savage family, Chloe, Riley, Diane, and Brandon Savage, and Shannon Shern. Original music was performed and written by me and my brother, Ross Gruet and by Alexa Thanos, one of our amazing Reading Bug store employees. Did you know that the Reading Bug offers a subscription box service? Shipping nationwide at readingbugbox.com. Our expert store staff will pick books for any child ages 0 to 13. 
It's a wonderful way to promote a lifelong love of reading, to excite an already avid reader, or to inspire a finicky one. Stay tuned for more adventures from The Reading Bug by subscribing to our podcast in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are heard. And in the meantime, to learn more about us, discover new reads, and to check out more of The Reading Bug adventures, go to thereadingbug.com slash adventures, or follow us on Facebook or Twitter at The Reading Bug, or on Instagram at Reading Bug Box. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time when we adventure together again.
friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.